1: must be 21 and older and present in select states first online real money wager only ten dollar first deposit required bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com fanduel FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in kansas under an agreement with kansas star casino llc gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com rg in colorado iowa michigan new jersey ohio dot com in Kansas 1877 70 Stop in Louisiana visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland visit one 800 gamblernet in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero 522 4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here visit gambling helpline MA.org or call eight hundred three two seven 327 5050 support in Massachusetts or call 877 8 Hope ny or text hope ny in new york
0: welcome to the auburn live podcast your home for bold insightful and honest conversations around auburn athletics
2: hey
3: how about you everybody welcome into another episode of the auburn live show recruiting edition also known as the trigger freaking pod I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. And if you're not a member of that site, you damn sure should be. $1. $1 for a full full year right now. Get signed up. Get taken advantage of this opportunity. Because we are going to have some great sh- sh- content. Some great there stuff on the horizon. Lots, lots going on in the month of July. We will turn the page tonight at midnight. Today is Thursday, June the 30th, 2022. And we're going to get to all that in a minute. But first, I'm joined by my two big
2: time cohorts, Mr. J-Head, Mr. Cole Pinkston. J-Head, how you doing, big dog? I am doing good, brother, doing good. Listen forward to talking some football with you guys today, seeing if we can't get a uh, slump buster, maybe by tomorrow at 12 o'clock, yeah. a little bit better. And what a slump buster a four-star running back would be, right?
1: Oh,
3: Cole Pinkston, how the hell are you down there at the, uh, what, what lake are you at?
4: <laughs> uh, yes. Winahaha, I think is the name of it. It's up in. I'm just kidding. It's uh, it's it's the Alabama River. <laughs>
3: yeah, like Minnetonka.
4: Yeah, minute. One of those. I just made something up for that. Alabama River. You know the good old river. Oh. Ah. so yep. you could could you can you cast across it? Sure.
3: You oh really? Almost. Yeah, that's that's my kind of rivers, man. I, I don't close. like to be. I don't like the big rivers. I like to be able to cast across well, the river. At least
4: in this little we're in, you can. Pretty much when you get out in the open, it's a little bigger, but yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, man. Let's take a deep breath. June is coming to a
3: close fellas. June is is coming to a close. The work has been put in. It's time to see if this work is going to result in commitments. We started the week very optimistic about Auburn's chances of at least adding two commitments since then. Strangely enough, Carmelo English, the four-star wide receiver from Central Phoenix City, has decided to postpone his announcement he was going to announce on Friday. Uh, pretty I – was, I was very confident that that would have been Auburn. Um, hmm. Was very confident that would have been Auburn, which would have been huge because we all know the position of need there at wide receiver for Auburn. He's a local kid down 30 minutes down the road. Uh, Had some personal things going on in his life. I don't think it was anything, um, although I do think Penn State has gotten involved. I think Alabama probably gave him a call, Michigan State. uh, But I don't think that was the reason for his postponement. We'll see. Will he make a commitment before the end of the month? Will he show up at Big Cat? Things we'll be watching in the future. Now – The one person who did not postpone his commitment date is four-star running back Jeremiah Cobb from Montgomery Catholic will announce his commitment tomorrow, Friday at around noon central time, I believe is the proposed time. Mm -hmm. And we all have talked about this. We felt good about him for a while now. I will say this, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, his announcement that he was announcing Friday kind of came out of the blue, mm-hmm. and, and I think it. I think it made some people go, "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa!" Like, I thought we were good here. I, he wasn't going to do it for a couple of weeks. Now he's doing it Fridays. We've seen what Clemson's been able to do with, you know, setting up their commitments, and it's, it's been uh, it's been a wild ride. However,
4: we're still feeling good, Cole. Yeah, I think I think Auburn's um, in the driver's seat, and maybe moving it up to July fifth was because that official visit to Auburn was so good. And
3: July first,
4: right? Yeah, it, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why he he went ahead and did that. And um, it's just because he felt at home there, and that was the sort of the visit that knocked it home, as we've talked about. And um, you know, Cadillac Williams, they got that relationship. So it seems like Auburn's in a really good spot. And
3: I think since his Auburn visit, no, he, he visited Clemson first. He came to Auburn. Then this past weekend, he went to Tennessee, he comes home two days yes. later. I think within 24 hours, he was ready to announce his commitment. But we all still feel like the, 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 the initial storm of concern there was, oh, my gosh, surprise, maybe not concern, but surprise that he was going to announce this week, kind of put some doubt in there temporarily. Uh, but I think we all feel really comfortable that he will commit to Auburn on Friday. J. Head, what if he does? Big commitment?
2: (laughs) It is a massive commitment. And look, not just from the standpoint of, hey, we need some momentum, but this is a fantastic player. I mean, he compares very favorably to me to Alvin Kamara, who would be a picture-perfect fit for Auburn's offense. He's got the ability to make a house call from any place on the field. Catches the ball extremely well. His body's still developing, so he's going to play at 200-plus pounds, which means that he can run in between the tackles. Nice vision. Just a really great pickup all the way around, and he's the number one running back in the state of Alabama. If you want to make a statement in recruiting, land the number one running back in the state of Alabama, Lord knows we've had some good ones. Cornell Williams, his future running backs coach, should he pick Auburn being one of those. So – I think you have to feel encouraged by the pedigree. You have to feel encouraged by the prospect in and of himself, and then what this statement means for Auburn should we land his commitment.
3: Yeah, man, getting him in after all the turmoil and shit that has hit the fan in the past eight, nine months yeah. at Auburn and getting, getting him in. And when, when you've got Clemson banging down your door and you're saying, no, thank you, I'm good here, I, that's a big statement.
4: Well you know what at, at this point w- with anybody wanting to get in Auburn's class right now we've talked about how there's negative recruiting going on and and you know it's hard to blame anybody to point out the situation that just happened at Auburn. Nobody's blaming anybody for that that's fair game I think because it's out in the open you know with the whole blow up with Harson earlier in the year um, people are using that against Auburn and, and it's hard to get commitments right now so, yeah. If anybody were to commit to Auburn right now, you'd have to think that they really love Auburn itself. They love the school. And no matter ha- what happens with Harson, they should probably be pretty solid, it seems like, um, before we get into the games and seeing what happens with that. So, uh, and I said that about Cobb, you know, he's always seemed to like Auburn, had an affinity to Auburn. And um, I think that's probably what's paying off too, besides the relationship with Cadillac Williams and Brian Harson. I think
3: they 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 believe in Harson too. I believe I think they're yeah listening I, I think, to that pitch and going, man. You know what?
4: Count me in. I think a lot of recruits do. I I think that's why they keep visiting and they keep coming to see him and and they just need to see and parents too. Parents need to see the stability. Um, they need to know that he's going to be there. Bottom
2: line. And when you see a kid and like Jeremiah Cobb, that's going to make a commitment. It's a high-profile player like him. It speaks to the integrity of the player. They're not being swayed by some of this. They're being strong in their conviction and what they believe and what they think is the best fit for them. And, look, say what you want about him on the field, off the field. That says a lot to me as well for you to be able to make a commitment in the middle of all this. So yeah. I think high marks on this, on this young man all the way around.
3: And I, I do think the official visit – he had been here, I think, five or six times since November. But the official visit was really put Auburn over the top there with him. Cadillac Williams, as everybody's mentioned. You know, he's he's a big deal. Yeah, uh, in this recruitment, he and Jeremiah said from the get go, man, this guy's been there, done that. He's been he, he's done everything I wanted to do. He he can show me the way. He can teach me the way to get to where he is. Uh, I think that's going to be big. I think getting him committed, man, Auburn needs it. When did Terrence Love commit? Uh, back in April.
2: Yeah. March, right? Needed yeah. that one then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah.
3: You had what? Braden Joyner last fall?
2: <laughs> I
3: yeah.
4: Think he was January, December.
2: December or January. You're right, Cole. It was one yeah. of the two. I think it, it was December. I think it was a week it was, after signing day.
4: After signing day.
3: It, was, it was early in the class. Yes. Right. And then it was like three or four months dry season. Terrence Love, three to four months dry season, presumably Jeremiah Cobb. Uh, we talked about Carmelo Inglis postponing that would have been big. Was we'll see if if he won't uh, reschedule for this month, and then we're still waiting on Brock Glenn, the Elite Eleven finalist quarterback from Memphis. Yes. and I, I think I'm, I'm I'm serious. I think we're all you know. I saw Jayheads reaction when I mentioned his name. It's like, come on, dude, I, <laughs> make a move, make a move. Um, I think Chad Simmons had a story out. Uh, on, on, on three yesterday saying he was wanting to do some virtuals with LSU and basically hear them out. And I was rolling my eyes at that.
2: Hey, yeah. I'm with you, Lee, because now LSU has moved into his top five replacing Mississippi State, who I, I'm going to be honest, Mississippi State hasn't felt like they've been in this for months. You know, they, they I think they felt like they were out of it as soon as Auburn offered and then since multiple other – you know, high-caliber programs have thrown their hat into the mix. And we'll see. I mean, I just don't know what to expect from him. I'm with you guys. I think you guys called it perfectly on the call-in show. Every day that goes by, you lose a little bit more confidence that he's going to commit to Auburn. But there are other quarterbacks out there. I think there are other quarterbacks that this staff has high on their board that they'll probably focus attention on should Brock Glenn go elsewhere. Does it hurt the perception of this class? Maybe but I think Keldrick Falk, who we probably will pivot to next, would be a much bigger win than Brock mm. at this point and the need in this class for a high-profile edge.
3: He is next. Keldrick Falk, the four-star edge from Highland Home, will announce his commitment July the 5th, which I believe is Tuesday. Auburn, Florida, Florida State, o- uh, Clemson, his finalist. And I think we all three feel like it's – I. I I'd be shocked if he went to Florida. I really would. And, and shit, it wouldn't be the first time I've been shocked. <laughs> but I personally feel like it's Auburn, Clemson, Florida State. Yeah. Cole, you went and saw him this morning. What uh, thoughts on Keldrick Fault? Boy. Uh, that's I, the, I know. That's, that right there is the common, th- common theme so far.
4: I, I, I have some good connections with where he lives. Um, You know, I've kind of been around that part of the country for a while. know a lot of people that know him. Um, So I've been digging on him for a while now, trying to figure out where he's leaning and, and really nobody, even people close to him. And I don't think they're just telling me that they really don't know. And in fact, a few of them have told me that he wasn't sure quite yet. He's still trying to make up his mind and and talking to him this morning. I really think that's true. Um, I think he has a good idea, but does he have a, just a definite answer? Today, this morning, I don't think so. I think it's still a toss-up between all four. Personally, uh, he 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 has glowing things to say about every program and mm-hmm. um, has great relationships. Can just point out relationships that each staff and uh, I, I just left there thinking, man, I don't know. I don't. I just don't know. I can't make a decision on that one. It seems like this is my what I gather just talking to everyone around him and and him and his brother, you know, everyone. It seems like Auburn is the constant, right? Where Clemson might be uh, mentioned by someone, Auburn's always mentioned too. Where that next person might not talk about Clemson, they talk about Florida State, they also mention Auburn. So, is Auburn the one school that stands out? It's possible. Uh, It seems like that when talking to people. And that's just, that's why I put in a prediction. I just feel like, um, you know, I feel like Auburn is the school that he chooses. I, I don't have a lot of confidence in that right now. But that's my gut feeling
2: after talking to him today, too. Jay Head, how you feeling, Big Dog? Okay, so earlier in the week, um, I had mentioned that I thought that he was trending to Clemson, uh, then nominated myself for Female Dog of the Week
4: <laughs> and have
2: completely backed off that. Um uh, <laughs> I was waiting for this show to say that, but
4: you—you uh, you denominated yourself.
2: Yeah, I'm dena. Well, no, I—I I, I can still be female dog of the week. We 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 can handle that man. Maybe then <laughs> you the week. It's you know? it's
4: in ink, buddy. It's in ink.
2: I, I hear you. <laughs> but what I would say is what I'm backing off of is that he's trending to Clemson. I do think it's a three-way battle between Clemson, Auburn, and Florida State. And if I have to narrow it down, it's probably Auburn or Florida State. When I've asked around, I do know that. There is a preference for him to be closer to family. The two schools that are probably in closest proximity to his hometown are obviously Auburn and Florida State. I think that is important to his mother, who is a critical figure in this recruitment. Um, and as Pat Dye used to say, you got to win mama if you're going to get a commitment some days. So yep. I think she's going to be very important in this decision-making process. Do I know who that's going to be today? I do not. I would probably take the field. Um, would be my answer if you were asked to push me. But I do believe push come to shove, it's Auburn or Florida State. I mean, I just I just don't know which way it's going to go. I mean, he's, he has really kept this well, you know, to, close to the best.
4: He has. He has.
3: I give him that. <laughs> I will say this, J-Head, and I, I'm with you on, on everything that you said. I thought about this guy a lot. Um, he There's so many things lining up for Auburn. There's so many things working in Auburn's favor. Uh, the – proximity to home the need at the edge position he's an Auburn dude the the official visit knocked it out of the park with him and his mom there's so many things working in Auburn's favor here it's hard for me to say that he wouldn't choose Auburn which is why I put in a prediction I think after his official visit I think I did uh because he was gonna you know he was on, on 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 high he was coming back for big cat he was gonna announce shortly thereafter or shortly before everything looked like it was lining up for Auburn to get him and and we know Auburn made him a top priority at the edge spot. And it was just – why wouldn't he choose Auburn at this point, right? Right. But yet, but yet here we are. And I'm with you. As of today, as of today, and I checked this right before we came on the show, I don't think there's a lot of confidence in mm-hmm. Auburn right now. And, you know, whether it's the boosters, the February – who the nil or lack thereof.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I would take right now. Put a gun to my head. I'm I'm gonna take the field. Yeah. And then, hey, ask me in about three hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean seriously, right? I mean, but right now, as as we're filming this, I have the field. And, yeah, well, and I don't know which one, uh, and it doesn't really matter. I, I'm I've always been Auburn of the field, and right now I would say the field.
4: Yeah, Jeffrey. I'll add this too. I, I think, just from what I could understand, there seems to be two things that matter a lot to him uh, and his family. One being proximity to home, and two being relationships with coaches. Mm. Which that's always you know those are always important for every recruit. But they seem to be some big factors. And it's funny, you know, you uh, Florida State's really not as far from from where he's located as you would think. I mean, it's it's not too far. It's in driving range. It's, you know, it's it's close enough to travel and go watch games and, and make it back home if you need to for whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So I would almost put Auburn and Florida State in the category of close enough to home. And then Clemson and Florida, he's got great relationships with the coaches there. And you know Billy Napier is going to have at least two or three years. And Dabo's not going anywhere. So there's wow. your stability. And then – Florida State and Auburn, you know, Mike Norville and Brian Harson are considered possibly on the hot seat right now. So, so back, Hold on.
3: Let, let me jump in here with some uh, some Googling there, J-Head. Okay. From Highland home to Tallahassee, according to Google Maps, is three and a half hours.
2: There you go. Yeah, it's it's closer to home than you think for him. Significantly. Uh, yeah. Significantly. And he's got – look – I mean, he's been recruited by the same guys at Florida State for the last two years, probably the deepest relationships with anyone. Now, he's probably got a better relationship with the campus of Auburn than any place else. I would, I would bet to say he's been to Auburn more than anywhere. But as far as coaches that are actively recruiting him, the edge coach has been recruiting him for two years at Florida State. Austin Tucker, who is a former GA at Auburn, Um, as well as, I think, a former coach at Hewitt Trustful. I think he was the offensive coordinator there for the head coach Uh, for a minute. Has had a relationship with him for a very long time as well. It was just why Florida State probably, to me, right now, that's – if I'm saying it's 50-50 Auburn or the – I mean, Auburn or somebody, it's Auburn or Florida State. And I just – I don't know. And and it could be Clemson. It could be – look, they're – they rec- they're recruiting right now at a, at a lights out level. And I'm not going to throw – say Nick Eason can't get this – you know, he can't get this commitment. He's, he's definitely capable of doing so.
4: Yeah, um, and,
3: and he – Allen make- Holmes to Clemson is five and a half hours.
4: He, he right. did mention too as well that he had a great relationship with Nick Eason when he was at Auburn. Mm-hmm. And that carried over to Clemson. And he he sort of got him in, you know, with Clemson and all that. Um but he he hammered home that Jimmy Brumball really did a good job as well um, building that relationship so oh, yeah I mean look he's he likes all four schools a lot guys it, not one of those schools is he going I like this one a little bit less it's a tough decision for him I um, mean that's what I gather from talking to him and and I say I said gut feeling auburn and that's just kind of where I am you know mm-hmm. like jeffrey said at at this hour so I'm still saying that I don't know, and I don't think he quite knows yet either. So, that's where we're at, and that's as far as I can go with it right now.
3: I would say the, the, the school that scares me the most um, would be Clemson, only because of Nick Easton. Yeah.
4: Um, that's that's a big one.
3: So, that's uh, – and, and that's why, Jay head when you when you posted trending to Clemson, shit, man, that was lining up with everything I was hearing too.
2: Yeah. It just uh, – you know, that's the thing is that it, nothing sells hope and despair like recruiting. <laughs> and I'm talking yeah, about oh between yeah. the hour to the day. It just – you know, it, it's a wild ride. And hopefully this one plays out in our favor, but who knows. Like as, like you said, I don't think anyone knows, and I probably am going to pick the field right now, push come to shove, making a prediction. I just – I don't have a good feel for it.
4: I did ask him um, as well, you know, are are you shutting things down when you make your commitment? Are you going to take more visits, whatever? And he he thought about it for a minute. He said, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably still get out there. I mean, look, guys, he's, you know, if he has the chance to go watch some games this season, he's going to do that. So um, I don't think the commitment's going to stop him from doing that with any of his top schools, and he likes all of them too. So there's, there's always that to remember with still some months to go here.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it, I know we said this repeatedly on this show and the calling show and everywhere else, but man, the the, the class going into the season is going to look so different from the class coming, you know, at the end. Listen, I think Hope wrote about it earlier. I'm sure Cole has two. Keith has two. No, it was Keith. That's who it was. Man, you, you, all these guys coming elsewhere, especially in-state guys, right now. Penn State, Clemson, yeah. Auburn's winning. The, the script will, will get flipped and probably a couple of commitments.
2: I agree. I agree. Yeah.
3: Signing, signing day is not in August. Signing day is not in August. Mm. It, it, it was such a whirlwind June with so many big time guys visiting. And I guess you thought, well, I, I think I had it, there was 28 Official visitors in the 2023 class, you get 56 official visits plus six from from last year if you didn't use them. So, technically 62 official visits. Auburn's halfway there. Uh, Auburn has at least half, if not more, official visits left to give in the fall. And you already got some guys locked in for Penn State. You beat Penn State. You somehow uh, come out of that. You come out of the first five games, five and zero. I think Georgia's six is a sixth game.
2: Yes, Georgia's a sixth game. Ole Miss is the seventh. You're right.
3: Seventh. Ole Miss is the seventh, which is a a winnable game too. You're talking six and one.
2: (laughs) That would be some some (laughs) really good momentum. Then you get a bye week, and you get Arkansas at home.
4: Gosh, man, there's so many. There's so many uh, questions and possibilities and opportunities. And it, it's just every time I look at that schedule, I have a different thought on it. Every I, time.
2: I'm with you, Cole. And just think about this. So, if, what if Jay Lee says comes to fruition? What if we're six and one rolling into a bye week? And now every coach on that staff can get on the road and go see somebody that they want in this class. Mm. What kind of statement do you think that makes? Auburn's probably ranked in the top 25 with who they've beaten at that point. They're six and one. Every school in the ACC and the SEC that recruits in our footprint has told them that Brian Harson's not going to be there. What do you think that's going to mean for them to be able to walk in that school and say, hey, buddy? Yeah. Who told you we weren't going to be here? Can you believe me now? (laughs) How you like me now? (laughs) Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Yep. I
3: I think traditionally, I think we all, um, anybody associated with Auburn has been to the school, fan of the school, whatever it is, you look at the, the SEC games this year, the SEC slate. Uh, I don't think anybody expects Auburn to beat the reigning national champions. No. Georgia, I uh, don't think anybody expects to go on the road and beat Alabama. No. Uh, the rest, you've got uh, Missouri, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas. Those are all, in my opinion, the games that you need to win, the games yes. that you should win. Yeah, yeah. And I talked about when the games you're supposed to. And then maybe one or two that you're not. You win the games that you're supposed to. Then I, then I think toss-ups, Texas a and LSU.
1: With Lucky Land slots,
2: you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
3: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: And, I mean, seriously, Arkansas's going to be a lot better than people. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, I, I guess, namesake-wise, Arkansas, it's Arkansas, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I wonder if they look at Auburn the way we look at Ar- Arkansas. Well, you know Auburn. You know they—they they probably beat Auburn more than we probably give them credit for.
4: I know Tuberville couldn't beat them. Well, in the Gus's the some streak though. In the last decade, Auburn has owned them. And, yeah. And that, really?
2: Oh I mean, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Bowl. I think Gus went like what six and one against Arkansas. Yeah, I don't. Did he lose to him at all? I don't think he lost. To he them. did. He went out there in 2015 with Sean White. Oh he yeah, lost yeah. In a yeah. shootout. Sure did. <laughs> that shit don't count. <laughs> that
4: don't count. <laughs> so if you're if you're rotating three quarterbacks, then you just scratch it off. That yeah, man. Lord have mercy. What you a know? Bealum
2: got hammered that night, brother. I mean,
3: <laughs> he needed that one. Oh, oh, oh! The, uh, another toss up. It's not an SEC school, but Penn State. Yes, Penn State, yeah, yeah.
2: toss up game.
3: Yep. You know, um two, three, four, five. You go. Uh, there's, those are those are your nine games. Those are your eight SEC games in, in, in your Penn State game, or is that seven? Nobody was,
4: nobody talks about that Western yeah. Kentucky game that's slipped in at the end. They're kind of a stronger than you want opponent at that part of the schedule. Am I am I wrong to
2: think that? Yeah. No, well, all right, so look, <laughs> their offensive coordinator Zach Kidley, who also was looked at here by this staff, I believe, uh, to potentially fill that position, has left and gone to Texas Tech. How does that offense look this year? Not only yeah. losing him, but what is it, Bailey Zappi? Zappi. They left, They lost him, right? Yeah, he got drafted by the Patriots. So, I, you know, I just don't know what to expect from a, a mid-major team in the – well, I guess Conference USA. How are they going to rebound after losing a, a big-time player like that and an offensive coordinator that's on the rise? I'll
4: tell you what, Marcus Bragg has six sacks in that game. Calling it now. Oh. <laughs> Not really. Not really. <laughs>
2: Six <laughs> tackles. I'm going to call it a victory. He, he might have one.
3: <laughs> okay. So, uh, some more July commitments before we get off. Uh, the uh, uh, I think Chad had Jakeem Jackson. Yes. He's got a strongest six, a final six, as you'll see. Yep. Auburn, Alabama, freaking Florida,
2: Tennessee, Penn State. Penn State. Uh, was Florida Miami? State Maybe it was. I think it was Miami was the but probably the buzz I hear the most is Auburn, Tennessee, Florida. That's mm-hmm. and that's what I posted. But those are the three schools that seem to be trending at this time. It was Georgia. That Georgia. was the, not not Miami. Damn. Yeah. Right.
3: And nobody knew who he was a month ago. No. Nothing. I, I remember when I first heard he was visiting. I was like, "Who's that guy?" Went and looked his profile. Nobody had written anything about him. His his offer sheet looked good. I've like, yeah. never never heard of it. He's 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 a to sharpen bell kind of guy. Nobody really knows about him in the beginning, and then everybody wants him at the end. Shows you the
2: value of eval season, that's for sure. Uh Jakeem Jackson. Uh uh Lewis Carter. Lewis. Said he's, he said he's gonna decide July, August time frame. Yep, Lewis Carter. Uh keeping
4: an eye on I guess you'd keep an eye on Raquez mcelder to see what he does. Uh, if he has a decision anytime, you know, if he decides he's going to look around from Georgia, I don't I think Auburn's the only school he'd be looking at other than Georgia
2: personally. So. You guys know better on that one than I do. Um, I've seen reports that Alabama is interested, so we'll see. You know, I, I I don't know what to expect from Raquez at this point. I thought that he was going to make a move earlier than he has. Um, and I haven't seen an announcement to this point. I think he's somebody, if I'm being completely honest, may have gotten caught up um, in some of these visits, but he'll make a decision. I do think he's going to make a decision. I just don't think it's going to be right now. I think he's going to let things play out. And as things get closer to the season, you may see some action there.
3: Right. I think he originally said, or when he left his visit here, I think he said July he wanted to have a final decision. Correct. I, I think that's what he said. But I'm, I'm with you, man. You, you never know with this guy. And, and even when he, yeah, if yeah. he does make it – Final decision. I, I, nothing's final with him more so than others. Yeah. Uh, right, he, right. he likes, you know. But if he were to flip, certainly uh, would look good.
2: <laughs> yeah, it would. It would. <laughs> it sure would. Um Jelani. Uh, what about uh, the – yeah, there you go. I was going to ask about the uh, – yep. Jelani Thurman has said that he's going to have a July decision, no date just yet, but probably towards the end of the month. And you're looking at Ohio State, uh, Auburn, Michigan State. I didn't like, you know, I, I know Alabama thinks they're in it for every kid, but my intel uh, says it's those three, and it and it is a legitimate three way battle. Yeah, I think so too.
4: Definitely, Michigan
2: State is is in this one 100. percent no, they're definitely in it, and I think he had a good visit to Ohio State. I don't think yeah. that can be discounted with what they've done in recruiting here lately either. Yeah, no, no doubt. Obviously, the relationships are deep with Auburn. The need is deep with Auburn, um, and I'm I'm going to parrot Jay Lee here. Whoever he commits to in July, I think if all things being equal, this coaching staff is in place, we're winning eight ball games, seven eight ball games. Jelani Thurman is going to end up at Auburn, regardless of who he commits to in July that's that's just kind of my feel for it
4: I'll I'll add this about Jelani Um, we don't talk about him a lot but I really think Brad Bedell is a good recruiter and has a good chance to win out with who he targets heavily I think he's one of the best recruiters on the staff quietly Um, you know tight end hasn't been a huge need so we haven't talked about him too much but I think he does a good job, man. I wouldn't count him out completely, is my point. Jaylee,
2: what's your thought?
3: Well, you know, to me, Big Cat is going to be a big indication yes. on what a lot of these guys are going to do, um, who shows up, who doesn't, who's committed mm-hmm. and still shows up, who's committed and doesn't. We already know Quay and uh, Roussel and James Smith are going to go to Florida. Florida's Friday Night Lights the night before. They don't plan on getting back to Auburn for that. I don't think that's a big deal. No. They've so, been yeah. here. Good God. I don't know. How and,
4: and they're not until late um, season. Yeah, they'll probably be signing day decisions, if I had to guess.
3: I just got another uh, non-vote of confidence in Keldrick Fall to Auburn.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So, yep, uh, change about a minute, huh? Yeah, that field pick's looking pretty good, huh? <laughs> man. Oh, man, I, I, I tell this. you what. Damn. <laughs> <Man>. Oh, boy. <laughs> Covering recruiting mm-hmm. is hard some days, boys.
4: Well, I mean, you know, that's that's how I opened it up when y'all asked me about him talking to him this morning. I don't know. Don't have a clue. So, I, I got no indication that any school was above any other this morning. And can't feel good about that if you're Absolutely. Auburn.
3: <laughs> Who knows? I don't know.
2: Yeah, because here's the thing, and I'm with you guys, on the, I haven't seen a positive report from anybody else. You know what I mean? Like, obviously. That's true. You know what I mean? The, the Most of the connections on this show are obviously to the Auburn staff. But you haven't seen a report from anybody else saying, hey, we feel great about this kid. Well, We, we think we got him.
4: Because of that is, is why I said in talking to people that know him, that are around him, sources close, whatever you want to call it, Auburn is the one constant that's always mentioned. It just feels like to other people that it makes the most sense that he would pick Auburn. That doesn't mean he would. It just means that they're mentioned more than others combined. Okay. So, take that how you will. I, I, you know, I think that's a good point, though, J-Head. There aren't any just highly confident, you know, reports coming out from all these
2: other schools.
4: Nobody's overly
2: confident about it. No, I mean, i am be honest with you. I'm probably going to wait till the scoop master himself, Chad Simmons, has his, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I say, hey, this is how I feel at this point.
4: But, you know, man, I, I went straight we know- to the, the horse's mouth, and I, I'm not confident, so <laughs> – do How we know can, is he holding a ceremony or something yes he is on uh at i think it's at 10 o'clock on july 5th or noon maybe it'll be at the school or across the street from the school or something like that he well, showed me well, where it was Ceremony. but uh yep it'll be july 5th and uh what did you say what time cole I think it's it's somewhere in that ten to twelve range. I, I think he said ten, but he might have said twelve. I have to go back to the recording. He told okay. me there, but um which is five days away, six days away, less than a week.
2: Yep, Tuesday.
4: I, I'd say the way this one's changing right now, there's gonna be more changes. That's just my that would be I'd feel the most confident making that prediction that more changes are to come. <laughs> I don't know what they'll be. Mm.
2: Stanton uh, Ramil, is he is – he, he- He's a candidate for sure. I've seen where he said uh, to various different um, recruiting services where he's going to make a decision here relatively soon. He's used all five of his official visits. I think he's been to every school in his top six that he's considering. Been very complimentary of Auburn, complimentary of Tennessee, Penn State, Pitt. Uh, I didn't see much about North Carolina, even though he officially visited them, and I have not seen a report from Michigan State as to how that visit went. But those are your six teams that are all jockeying for his uh, for his commitment. What's you thinking think there, Jay? Anybody David? else? What's that? Uh, Connor Liu, probably. Yeah, Connor Liu is probably getting close.
4: Yeah. And we don't know. Josh Horton at one time said he was going to do it in July, but it seems like he's going to hold off now. He told Keith
2: he was going to push it. I I saw the story, and that was the feel I got, um, that he was – a lot of schools that come in on him. I think Tennessee and Florida have made a big impression here. Obviously, UCF has a deep relationship with Travis Williams there. Yeah. Alvin's done a great job. And, um,
4: well, all you got to do, all you got to do him is, is, uh, see him in person and, and you're interested. So, holy, did you just see that? Interesting. What? USC and UCLA plan to leave the Pac 12 for the Big Ten as early as 2024. (laughs) Philip
2: Marshall. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I can't.
4: <laughs> oh, man.
2: Appreciate the assist there, Zach. Yeah. The scenes, that's yeah,
3: great. Zach McKennell just sent us in uh, that USC-UCLA plan to leave the Pac-12 for the Big
2: Ten? College landscape's changing, J. Lee. I mean, listen, we're not far away from doing away with what we know as college football today, and it's going to be just several super conferences. Yeah, I think it will.
4: Will the NCAA still be around? That's a good question, too.
2: They'll be around. They'll just be overseeing, you know, Delta State. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
4: Yeah. The
3: D2s, Jack State. Jack State. All right. So, what, uh, to summarize, we uh, will await, continue to await the commitments of Brock Glenn, the quarterback from Memphis. We'll continue to await the com- commitment of wide receiver Carmelo English. We'll get news on Jeremiah Cobb on Friday. We all feel like he is locked in with Auburn, or he will be. Keldrick Falk, we've got the field. Cole says he's, uh, he's got a toss-up. He will announce Tuesday morning before noon. Jakeem Jackson was going to be later in the month. Again, by the middle of the month, if these guys are planning to come a big cat, it be interesting to see. Yep. Be interesting to see who shows up for Big Cat. Will there be a lot of underclassmen there? Will it be full of guys committed elsewhere? Will the will uh will Auburn be making moves on some of these offensive linemen committed elsewhere? Mm-hmm. Offensive line, running back, quarterback, wide receiver, defensive line. I tell you what, man, what about this Naquil per trend?
4: Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. That's one to watch. Top three is very of- interested. Auburn, Kentucky, and Texas A&M. Is that right, Jay Lee, from your story, I think? uh uh-huh. Look, now – Did you say Kentucky? Yeah, Kentucky, Texas A&M, and Auburn with the top three, uh, even though he's technically committed to Colorado. Right. Um, <clears throat> look, for, if you're looking at a nose guard and <laughs> – you're trying to secure a commitment from somebody, and the other two top schools are Texas A&M and Kentucky with the way they've recruited defensively the last five years, four years, you're in pretty good company as far as that's concerned. I mean, those are – Mark Stoops has been able to ID defensive talent as well as anybody, any defensive-minded head coach in the country. Obviously, Mike Elko is no longer with Texas A&M, but they brought in uh, D.J. Durkin, a Will must-champ protege there who 100% knows how to recruit defensive talent. So if yeah. those are the other two schools you're competing against, I think you can feel pretty good regardless of what that kid's ranking is. And I think he really is high on Auburn. Judge about what you wrote, Jaylene. Now, I haven't talked to anybody with regard to him personally, but what you put in your story, the quotes from him, seem pretty compelling that he was very interested in what Auburn had to sell.
3: Big dude, man. 6'6", six, six,
2: 340. <sighs>
3: I mean, what's Jason? What's Jason Jones?
4: About that, six six, probably three thirty. I'd say he's probably um, just seeing him walking around. He's probably in the three fifteen range.
2: Oh wow! So, nice.
4: Yeah, I mean, he's he's tall, but he, he's, he looks he's leaned up a good bit, you know. So, um, just you know, you add thirty pounds to that. That's the Quill veteran. Pretty uh he's he's got a pretty good frame too, man, from what I can tell. So a little bit different than a guy like Ian jeffrard who they have the same kind of listed height and weight, but you know, he looks a little leaner than Ian at this point. Betrend. Is that his yeah. name? Betrend, I think. That's what it looks like anyway. Anybody else in July or August? Let's
3: see. I'm trying to think.
2: Yeah, you got uh, tight ends. Oh, the, oh yeah, we talked about this. Jelani. The linebacker that just visited this um Picoli. Lewis
3: Carter. Uh oh Picelli. Uh Picciotti. Picciotti.
2: Picciotti. that's it. I call him Piccoli. Jesus, <laughs> man. Piccoli. I've, I've, I've watched Fast times with Brisman on High one too many times. <laughs> um no, Phil Picciotti, but I feel like that's trending Oklahoma. He'll be making a decision. But Lewis Carter, Jelani Thurman, Connor Liu. Uh, you mentioned yeah. Stanton Ramil,
3: Jaquim Jakim.
2: I I think that's well. J.C. Hart potentially could be making a decision. You know, if we if we yeah, put he could he could button there.
4: I forgot about him. J.C. Hart. I think, I think JC Hart will probably have a decision before maybe football season. So, um, you know, I agree. August, August, September being the latest for him. Other than that, I tell you, I was before, really,
3: really, <coughs> excuse me. I'm sorry, Cole. Go ahead.
4: No, go ahead. I was going to say, nobody else comes to mind.
3: Um, j are you uh, – all of us, I think we we, we said how many commitments are we going to have before the first kickoff? Mm-hmm. Uh, six to eight, eight to ten. You still mm-hmm. in that range?
2: I think they want eight to ten, what we're going to be at. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, I might have moved backwards on that, but I, I think I'm a lot closer to six to eight right now. Um, I think I'm a lot Two, closer. they they'll have to three, three.
3: – you know, I could find three to four more guys a week or two ago a lot easier than I can now. Yeah. Like I was, I was, I was, I, I, was, I had Falk. Yeah. I had English. I had yeah. Brock Glenn. Yep.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Horton.
2: I never had Horton. I, I had oh, yeah. From from early on, I mean, I got him in my class eventually, but I never had the feel from about May. No, on. Not,
3: not this summer. Right.
2: Yeah, Mayo, and he wasn't making a decision early. Yeah, that's right. fair. I I, yeah.
3: I thought earlier in the spring he he might be the first to pop of those Hank Langston Hughes guys. Oh, yeah. but, yep, same. Uh, now he's even said, you know, hey, I'm I'm not in any hurry. I'm probably going to wait this out, which would be great. Um, I think that's, that that works in Auburn's favor again. Man, these commitments don't mean shit. We know no. that, uh, but it's it's the perception, and that's what Auburn needs right now. I need some. I need some good pub. They need, they, need, they need to grab some some good good media. Wouldn't hurt. Make some
4: headlines. Probably wouldn't hurt. Uh, I'm with you there. <laughs>
2: you no, know, listen, some goodwill and olive branch for the staff. It shows that, you know what I mean, that there's some buy-in from people, you know, not just fans but prospects that see the future in this team. I mean, it's – recruiting is kind of a glimpse into the future, right? I mean, it, that that's the hope part that's associated with it. And so if they can get some guys, if they can get in that six to eight range and hopefully closer to eight than six, then I, I think that helps 100%. Will we get there? I Guys, that, I mean, maybe let me get to the middle of the month of July and I'll be able to tell you a little bit better. I just – I don't know right now. There's so much up in the air. I wish I could be more positive for those that are going to watch this later on. I wish I could tell you 100% we're going to be at 10 commitments like I thought we'd be two weeks ago. I just – I don't have a good feel for it right now.
4: Yep, I uh, I concur with that. <laughs> Definitely a lot has changed in the past week or so. It's been an eventful um, couple weeks.
2: It really has. It really has. It, so, Jay Lee is a rundown of wh- who we've got. Jelani Thurman, J.C. Hart, Connor Liu, Stanton Ramil, Keldrick Falk, Carmelo English, Brock Glenn, obviously um, Cobb, with his commitment coming up on the first, and then Jakeem Jackson. Those, those are who we have basically on a watch target list for potential commitments before opening kick. Yeah. Hmm. Uh,
3: I don't know how many of those guys at this point I would predict to Auburn.
2: I think you're going to find out in this next month who the elite recruiters are on this staff, who can get commitments during this hard time. You know what I mean? And obviously there are other things that go into that. You know, is the kid ready? You know what I mean? Are, are there other factors in play? But I think you're, you're going to find out on this staff who the elite recruiters are, if you can get a commitment from a Lewis Carter, from a C-Rob, if you can get a commitment from a Jakeem Jackson, you know what I mean, Yep. from Zach. You know, you're gonna find out when the moves. chips are down. Can Carnell pull through on on Cobb? You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, that's about what it boils down to now. You know, with with July, August, September, three months, less than three months when you start football season. You know, that's what it boils down to for those three months until you can show me.
2: <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Is there a conviction in that relationship? Can, you know what I mean, can Mellow English be convinced to, you know, to get on board in the month of July? Can that be worked out? You know, those those are four guys, and I'm probably out of that list that I'm watching with the inclusion of Jelani Thurman. Those are probably the five I'm watching with the most interest that I think we've got the best shot at right now. And I'm not saying we're out of it for Stanton Miller, or Connor Liu. I just don't have a feel at all for what either one of those two guys are going to do.
4: Mm-mm. Uh-uh. No, me neither. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think uh, I know that. I know that Connor lot Lou likes of the unknowns. Program. I know that much. That's that's all I can tell you there.
2: Jaylee, I couldn't hear you. What'd you say on that one? A lot of unknowns. Was that it?
4: A lot of unknowns. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Which is usually not a good sign. To be honest with you.
2: No. No. No.
3: For 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 late summer commitments. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why we, we, this will segue into this the how about you this week. Is <laughs> it, the 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 dingleberries and the female dogs of the week. They I got to give everybody but Jay head a pass. Like <laughs> I understand.
4: <laughs> oh,
3: boy. I I mean don't get me wrong, but it was almost like I was reading some of you know our, our our regular female dogs of the week, and I'm going.
2: I feel you, man.
4: <laughs> yeah. So you know, back to the hibachis.
3: <laughs> uh, Cole. Hey, I'll got- tell you this much, man. I I'm sure Cole's the same way. Jay, you you you've been doing it mentally. <sighs> But June has worn—it's worn my old ass out, dude. I'm—I'm I'm done, son. I am done. Like I—I'm sure you can. Uh, my body language—I'm—I'm I'm beat, man. I'm ready. I'm ready for July. I
2: bet, man. You need a nice trip to Montana I'm, I'm, to, to recharge the batteries, Jay Lee. Absolutely.
3: Mm-hmm. We're gonna skip over Montana and go up there to Alaska.
2: <sighs> a little salmon fishing. A little trout. A trout. Mm-hmm. Go up there and uh, fish for some pigs. I hear you on that. So I, 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 well, y'all got some? How about you? I do. Cole, you want to go first? I got I, I got three of them.
4: Yeah, I just got one. Uh, the nightman cameith. Going with him this week. I just like uh, I like like what he brings. Like what he brings.
3: Is it is it n i g h t or k n i?
4: It is. N-I-G-H-T. The (laughs) Nightman.
3: Yeah, man. I've known him since he was Cometh. Nightman (laughs) Cometh. (laughs) That's a true story. I'm not being dirty or anything.
2: I got you. Jay, get your mind out of the damn gutter, dude. I'm telling you, man. You know what? We're doing the show a little early today. That's where my mind's at. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
4: Yeah. J head woke up. J
2: woke up like this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: what else you got? J head. Who else you got? Oh, I couple. Was that Cole? You- no,
4: that's it. You- that's just just him. Okay. All right. Just him.
2: All right. I got three different sh- uh, how batches. On the first one, it's War Dad Eagle Two in the thread. Question for J head. Uh, somebody had asked what my background was and how do I come across recruiting information, not going to share that, but within this post, that uh, Eagle 2 posts, he irons Keith's jorts. <laughs> Literally. Um, when I read that, when I was laughing so hard. <laughs> the next one is for Granite Tiger in the same thread. And it goes, J-Head is Jay boys more credible cousin. When they were young, J-Head would hold his head under the water in a pool and give him wedgies. <laughs> Listen, Good jake Crane, if you're watching this show if it comes across i think you do a fantastic job i am not jake crane's older brother for anybody that may have taken that as credible i pray to god you all thought that was a joke um and last but not least not an insider made a fantastic post on our call-in thread yeah uh, just yeah. glad to be a part of that moment with you brother uh thinking about you obviously a year removed from uh from losing your brother and i hope that um Hope that you continue to call in and continue to uh, to make great posts on the board.
4: Yep, that was a good Absolutely. post and a great call from him. Yeah, awesome call. Let
3: me let me tell you how uh,
2: how weird this week it has been. My first, how about you, Kimisabi. <laughs> I, look now, I, I actually I want to double down on that. I want to give Kimisabi one. He's been fantastic for the last two or three weeks.
4: He has. I've always I've always liked Kimisabi. I think he's a realist. You know which I, I, listen if if if, if you want to know how to act like a, a dingleberry, like a good dingleberry,
3: Kimusabi showing you the way. <laughs> like <laughs> no. that's that's how you do it, man. Yeah. I, I, right. Yeah. You know, don't, really- be don't be a J head, don't be a J head, don't be a J head. Be a Kimusabi. I'm I'm <reading laughs> I <don't> like it. <laughs> oh, uh at Blake R, Blake R's a big big fan, man. We we appreciate Blake R and uh uh, la- last week we had a uh, we had a good show. Last weekend at WDE, Mike gave the show two rooster tails up. Ooh, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Just like Everybody's Nick Cannon. Uh, at BBP, Big half at BBP at All But Twelve SWT at MA One Auburn at Sid. With his humping dog meme. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> at WDE33. At Big Slapper. <gasps> Big, Big Slapper coming I strong. Like,
4: I like Big Slapper, man. He, he, brings, he brings good points to the board. Points. points. Talking, points. Mm, Talking
3: points. With uh, a T. Talking points. At Fat WDE. <laughs> Imagine! Imagine what an aggressive wife you must have to, to name yourself Fat Wde. I'm with no, you, Big Dog. Big I gained sexy. I gained six pounds oh, in last week. Oh, bro! Big Sexy was taken. So there you go, Big Sexy. Big Sexy's good. I'm gonna give old Big Sexy. uh <laughs> How about you? He had a he had a good week too. I think he usually does. He's a good poster. Yeah, he is. Big Sexy. Uh, I had a new guy, man. This guy comes in. He was he was providing some good stuff. So did all a- a- twelve SWT, man. They they both came in, new new subscribers, and started posting some really informative stuff at Ender E N E N D E R Ender. He was mm-hmm. uh, good. And then my my, my last one was, uh, how about you, Big? How about you to, to Dong Dong via Ishmael? Yes,
2: hell of a call.
3: Dong, dong. hell of a had a great call, man. If y'all y'all are missing the call in shows on Tuesday, you are certainly missing out, man. We've had some really yeah. good calls last week. Or for that matter, this week, we
4: <clears throat> Solly G um, needs some recognition for that call he Oh, had. Solly, <clears throat> yes. Well, what's his What's his What's his name? I think it's Solly G. S O L L Y G. Am I wrong?
2: Okay. I think you had Solly G tagged in the call in show thread.
4: Okay,
3: yeah, that was awesome, man. We had we had some legendary. I think we had at least three really epic calls this past week, and yeah, it's just getting better and better. And we love it, man. We appreciate y'all. Yeah, appreciate yeah, you awesome. listening. We appreciate the subscribers at Auburn Live on three. Again, if you're not a member, man, we have a blast over there on the corner, of our message board. We've got content rolling out your ears, and you get it all for one dollar right now. Jump on board right now before they take that special off. I think they were supposed to already have ended it, but somebody <clears> forgot <throat> to tell them, and I'm not going to offer it to them. <laughs> uh, so y'all get in there and get, a, take advantage of that opportunity. $1 for an entire year. Uh, going to have a lot going on the rest of the summer. Big cat's going to be the next big event on campus event there at the end of July. But like we mentioned earlier, a lot of commitments, a lot of ups and downs, roller coaster, uh, recruitments so far for Auburn, but, uh, expecting a big announcement tomorrow for Jeremiah Cobb be on there. We'll have mm-hmm. a, a lot of information for that. We appreciate everybody again, man. We really do. Um, for Jay here for Cole and Jeffrey Lee, man. We really appreciate it. Jack McKennell, jump in here, big Zach. Zach's he, he's, he's the man behind the curtain, <laughs> he's the Wizard of Oz, big dog. We appreciate you, Zach. Absolutely, hey, man. Zach, yes, Zach, he's, got a, he's got his own podcast. Zach. what's your podcast, big dog?
0: Uh, the Blue Bloods College Football Podcast, man. We really focus on FCS football, but we talk all yeah. levels
3: of college football on there. I love that, man. I'm a, as a Jack State, uh. What part- part- student at one point? Yeah, attendee, yeah. I, li- I live there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I-, I always enjoy the little little dudes, man. So, uh, yeah. appreciate Zach and everything he does for not only this show, but our calling show and everything else, I think, uh, for the site. So, we appreciate that. Uh, everybody, stay on the damn left lane, especially July the 4th. Man, I am coming for your ass. <laughs> See you. Madness is here.